0: Like the first quarter mile of the race, you knew, okay, it's over. Like you, you say you start getting ready. Like okay, let's start cash. You know, let's start walking to the window because you knew this thing was over.
1: Six furlongs and one ten and change. I looked at Magic, said, "Well, we got away with it." <laughs> you know, it's just like, well, it's this because it's over. They're not going to catch him. Six furlongs, did to change, and nobody's out
2: there with him. Are you kidding me? Like, nobody's going to run him down. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared who had buy some racing and they wanted to share it. Started a website where players go to see all their picks. The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk. They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly. Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie. From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner. There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner. As a matter of fact, I want to hit the uh There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to. So next time that the horses all line up at the post, make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oak Lawn, Parks and Matoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one site to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. Racingdudes.com for all of your needs. Racingdudes.com for all of your leads. Racingdudes.com for all of your bets. Racingdudes.com as good as it gets racing dudes.com for all of your needs racing dudes.com for all of your leads racing dudes.com for all of your bets racing dudes.com as good as it gets
0: what is up i'm jared welchese aaron holzerman we are back this is blinkers off What's
1: up dude we are back and we're back home back back on home turf uh, for a few of these blinkers off instead of out in california but uh, yeah I'm, I'm happy to be back and this is kind of like the first day where I, I feel pretty spry feeling pretty good i think the breeders <laughs> cup flu is uh over
0: yeah i'm I'm still there you know because uh I got home and immediately got my boys and uh you know i i didn't i didn't like actually <laughs> take a break uh until last night when I like actually like sat down like all right like take a breath so yeah it's uh it's been it's been uh it's it was if it, it never fails every year. It's like you work all this work all the whole year really to the Brewers Cup, and then it ends. And then it's like literally the next day, you're like, "Well, it's the Kentucky Derby." I mean, Magic
1: and I uh, earlier this week uh, recorded the way too early Kentucky Derby top five. So, <laughs> and I said on that that show that we did or that uh, video we did. There's no rest in horse racing. Exactly. Yeah. You just, you you set your sights towards the uh, Kentucky Derby. It's changed a little bit now. You know, we do do the Pegasus uh, kind of in January. So kind of lead up to the Pegasus for a couple of weeks. There's a little bit of a focus, but mostly, yeah, as soon as they cross the finish line in the classic, it's like, well, who do you guys like in the Kentucky Derby? So (laughs) you can bet we're already getting to work on that.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, literally at the website, uh, I, I, I mean, that's what I switched from. I switched from, uh, the Breeders' Cup, you know, on the menu and all the Breeders' Cup heavy stuff to, to Kentucky Derby. You know, I updated all the points after, uh, we got back and, and, uh, obviously I'm sure you're going to start. I think when do you start? Is it, do you start when you're officially three-year-olds when you start actually ranking the top 20?
1: Yeah, as soon as that first race, uh, you know, prep race happens, which is January 1st, and that kind of that next week, we, we start with that. So, yeah, that'll that'll happen. Uh, the Racing Dudes Fantasy League draft happens in December, so that obviously we will focus big time on three-year-olds, uh, horses that are two turning three, I should say, at that time on that show. So, absolutely. I mean, like I say, no rest for the weary. Let's get right into it. That's how we like it, and uh, yeah, I mean... This group right now not real exciting, right? But I'm sure some are going to start to pop up.
0: Yeah, it's a we- It's like it such a weird. I watched you know I watched your video too, and it's like we're in such a weird time right now because a bunch of these horses are all Baffert horses that you like, and I mean obviously there's no surprise like you should because Baffert <laughs> he he knows how to get horses to the Kentucky Derby. Problem is Corniche has enough. He has 30 points. And he has really would have 30 points. He's got zero points. And so that's, that's just it, you know, and it doesn't, even if they switch, uh, trainers. So he, you know, so when they qualifies, he still has zero points, like he's still got to get those points. So unless, you know, Baffert is able to, to win some sort of appeal, which probably would be likely at this point, you never know, but he's not getting those points. So it is a weird, I have a, I have this weird feeling like I was updating all the points, uh, the other night, I was like, I have this weird feeling. And I, we're going to have to go back in and change all of these at some point with adding all the Baffert horses.
1: It kind of feels that way. Uh, I don't think we would feel that way, but you saw what happened in Naira. They tried to leave, like to keep him out uh, of this whole thing at, at Naira. And he, he went to court, won an appeal, and he runs horses at Naira now. So. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's kind of a mess. By the way, the Bob Hope uh, is running Sunday at Del Mar. It's not a prep race, but as far as Kentucky Derby goes, but it's a race where you know usually leads to to a bigger and better race down the road for the winner. Five horse field, three of them Bob Baffert. So it's it's really fascinating to me that the guy can't earn Kentucky Derby points. He can't run in the Kentucky Derby, like I said, theoretically as of now. Yet people are just sending horses to him like normal. Like it's just, it's bizarre to me. Like if I had Corniche and I'm getting ready to run in the Kentucky Derby prep race, I'm putting him with somebody else. I'm earning those points. Those are hard to come by. I mean, it's not, it's not easy to earn those. So, and like you said, he would already be qualified for the Kentucky Derby pretty much if he had those points that he should have already earned.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, cause you don't know, I mean, he, he, this horse, you don't know how many points you can get, you know, between, uh, you know, between January and then April. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like this thing play keeps and it's going to if it play, you know, keeps going and, and on and on and on. You may not have like an actual decision by April, you know, yeah. I mean, it's shit because you know you're not going to have something. They're going to have to have something by the Derby, but still it definitely makes it interesting. So I'm with you. I would, um, you know, if you, if, before the Breeders' Cup, I'd be like, "Listen, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta make a change here." I mean, twenty points—that's a—that's a lot of points for to have going into your three-year-old year. I mean, really, all you have to do after that is hit the board, and you're, you know, you're pretty much in a, in a prep race. In, as a three-year-old, and you're in. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. But yeah, so lots to talk about uh, on that, that front. But before we get all the way into Derby stuff, we you know we do this every time we do a guide. Um, you know obviously if you guys listened to us while we were live at Del Mar we did a recap on for Friday we did recaps for Saturday but then, I mean that was right after so we've had time to digest it we're going to really dive into this and kind of go through race, race by race how we bet each race kind of what we liked about it what we didn't like uh we did <laughs> we struggled we did struggle uh this year we we didn't we cashed two bets the whole time and they were big bets that that saved the day so I feel like we have <laughs> we have plenty to talk about in terms of yeah. uh what we did and what we didn't do right more importantly but we'll also talk about each race but we saw and kind of the the uh the ramifications of the that said race and and what the, that means moving forward so uh have you thought about i mean real quickly before we get into it like do you have some like was there any bets that you're just like dude that was so dumb
1: honestly maybe only one or two I I went through this because uh, I knew this was the show we'd be doing. I went through this today, and I'm like, "Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it." Yeah. But I, I, a lot of times, I just kind of shake my head, like I I, I either a could have never got to the winning combination we needed, or b it's just like, I mean, we we're kind of right, you know, just didn't get lucky on some of them.
0: That's kind of usually how the Breeders' Cup is, where you yeah. you, you have to get you know you have you know and you had of course situations like you know we really love tornado and, and domestic spending exactly well domestic scratches and tornado doesn't run a step so it's like what what do you do you know so just a couple of things like that to just like you say just like what i don't know how i would have changed that really so uh yeah we'll get we'll get into all this uh yeah we're going to recap the 38th annual breeder's cup world championships including how we bet and how we wagered at del mar let's go 38th annual Breeders Cup World Championships is a wrap from Del Mar. Of course, we were there, live betting this thing which, as most of you were either either live or uh, at home betting this. And you know, we put out the wagering guide every uh, every time for the Breeders Cup. Of course, we do a bankroll guide as well, or a bankroll portion of the guide as well for these big days. So we wanted to kind of go through this, and we do this every time. It's it almost acts for me as as a way too like. See like you're kind of I mean I think everyone when you're you're wagering you need to go back through how you bet, right? And what you did right, what you did wrong, what you would have changed, you know, and it's, it helps you get better. So we do this every time. Go through, you know, how we do this. You know, you can go download the wagering guide right now for free at you know at RacingDudes.com. Just go to the products page. You can see all the wagering guides uh down there at the bottom and just click the uh, the Breeder's Cup uh, one there. And you can download this and go through and see how we approach these races and uh if you're listening to this after the fact go download it now and you can listen to it uh listen and kind of look at this at the same time so we'll go through this race by race we'll start with friday we'll go through each race we'll see how we bet it we'll also just talk about the results uh in general and and kind of what we thought of the race so let's kick things off with the juvenile turf sprint no shocker here wesley ward won just we'd have the wrong wesley ward horse
1: on top we did have the wrong one on top and we didn't have the underneath horses either because Go Bears Go was a horse that got second and we bet an exacta here and uh, we didn't get the top two in our three horse exacta box. This one kind of irritates me. And you say, you look at the bet we made and you're like, well, how are you, you're not even close. Well, Go Bears Go was a horse we talked about, toyed around with the day we put this together. Uh, Twilight Gleaming was a horse we had around it too. Even though I don't think we were close and I when we missed this, I didn't it's just like, well, it is what it is, you know. But it wasn't like horses were shocking, uh that 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 got into the Exacta there. And the Twilight uh gleaming Go Bears go Exacta would have been really good.
0: Yeah, the uh the Exacta there, the dollar dollar exacta there. Of course we had a five dollar exacta box, so the Dollar exacta paid $67. So, I mean, yeah. it would have been a huge Xacta to have had we included, you know, the way we played this. We played it $5 exacta box with Twilight Jet, Armor, and Avery Jane. So, we had Twilight Jet. We didn't have Twilight Gleaming, you know? And that, that was the problem whenever I went through this race is, and that was what we, I think we all, at least I think a lot of us guys on the team were like, you kind of go through the race and say, okay, is it Avery Jane or is it Twilight you know, it's Twilight Gleaming. Which Wesley Ward horse is it that you think's gonna get to the lead? Because if you that's the horse you want, because we just know how Wesley Ward and with these turf sprints do in the in the Breeders Cup. We just were wrong. I mean, as soon as they broke the gates, you thought, shit. You know, we got that was we had the wrong horse because after it was over after that Twilight Gleaming just cruised and uh you know, you knew that you didn't have it. So you like you not using that horse just was a killer. But it's like you kind of feel like you were right in using, you just used the wrong horse. You knew how the race would play out. You just used the wrong horse. If you watch the Drunk uh, Me podcast
1: on Thursday, I was (laughs) trying to talk Samich and I didn't do a good job of it. I was trying to talk him out of going all in on Averly Jane because it's just, I just wasn't confident. And I did really well with the European horses all weekend, except for this one because I put armor on top and that horse didn't do much running. But It just kind of felt to me, and you kind of pointed it out too, as like a word of caution almost. Why is Wesley Ward throwing other horses in this race other than Averly Jane? You know, Mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, yeah, get it. It it just didn't ever really feel like Golden Pal, did it? You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, even though Averly Jane certainly looked the part and and looked like, you know, the deserving favorite, it just never quite felt like a lock like it did with Golden Pal last year.
0: I'm upset with myself because as soon as I saw the pre entries come out and Twilight Gleaming B was in it, I thought, I, that's yeah, like you're saying, that's when I was like, Yeah, why would he enter that horse? You know, that's weird, yep. you know, and and uh so that's when I saw that, I, I that was my gut, and I just you know, but the numbers just it looked like Averly Jane would be faster, it just clearly yep. wasn't. So Yep. It's uh it's frustrating. So that's one of those that you 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 know, you you miss, but you're like, whatever. I mean, we knew. You, you know they didn't run and uh, we had the wrong horse twilight gleaming by the way i mean pretty damn impressive like seems this is like the wesley ward um blueprint right like this horse is gonna win this race and then this horse is probably gonna go overseas and then this horse is gonna probably come back to run next year in this in the sprint
1: no doubt uh, this 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 horse looks awfully good and you said it If Averly Jane was the one out in front and Twilight Gleaming was the third, it would have been a different story. And and everything on paper said she would be the one, Averly Jane meaning, would be the one out in front. And then she wasn't. So Exactly. (laughs) And you're right. Right out of the gate, you're like, damn it, to hell. (laughs) You know, it's like we got the wrong one. (laughs)
0: Yeah. You knew you had the wrong horse. Yep. And and you just had to watch it. And you're like, yeah, I mean, even like Twilight, you know, Twilight Gleaming, uh, Irad's just, he's just sitting there, you know, he's just riding chilly on the front end. And, and, uh, on, on our horse is you know trying to ride the shit out of and you're like oh this is bad this is bad <laughs> so you kind of knew real quickly and everyone we watched it with you know in the in the uh bcbc room was just like son of a bitch you know yeah. like you, you knew you knew um all right let's go to the juvenile phillies race seven on friday this is one that we adopted just to skip you know we we both liked uh you know echo zulu i liked hidden connection some juju's map obviously was in the mix we just didn't know what kind of value there would be here to to play this race and so we all we ultimately decided to skip this thing and now looking back you're like yeah i mean she was you know odds on and a low price but shit i mean 4 to 5 on her you you could have made money there she was a lot that Zulu, that is
1: after the race it you know it is easy to say that before the race it was just really hard to take 4 to 5 on her that that's where it was i didn't feel too bad about skipping it even though we both had the winner um and even though it like said it it during the race and after the race that felt like an atm right that felt like free money but yeah you know to bet a horse at four to five and we bet a few at low odds it will go on in, in a minute but you gotta you gotta be really really confident i just wasn't and the other problem was this you know the the echo zulu juju's map exacta we just didn't feel like it would pay enough to make that worth wagering either. And it, di- it did. So yeah, we would have cashed a couple of wagers here, but it just, in the end of the day, it just wasn't, it didn't really feel like it was worth the gamble at those short odds.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the dollar exacted paid four dollars 90 So, I mean, yeah, it's not like you feel great about that. So, I mean, Echo Zula though, I mean, she's the real deal. She's a beast. I mean, that was a, that was an ultra, uh, ultra impressive performance and you know she clearly showed stretching out is is no no issue for her whatsoever I mean this is a horse uh, for Asputon that's gonna have like she's gonna be a serious contender as they move into their three-year-old year towards the Oaks Yeah, for sure all right let's go to uh well I mean well, there's not much talk there I mean juju's map ran okay you know she kind of yeah. clearly was second best hidden to connection was a little bit of a disappointment. Um, in terms of how well she looked going into that race. But, I mean, obviously, you won Echo Zulu. Juju's Map is still, I think, one. Um, Juju's Map is one that you don't necessarily throw out. Um, I think that's a horse that, you know, yeah. might still do improve as she gets a uh, l- little bit older into her three-year-old year. All right, let's go to race eight, the Juvenile Phillies turf. So, this one was interesting because we we were all over this one, yet we, we weren't. It, it's It's funny, you know, we played a uh, trifecta wheel, one dollar trifecta wheel for twenty-four dollars total. We had Bubble Rock and Call Princess on our top spot. Obviously, didn't happen, but we had nailed the two in the, the second and third spots. One was an eighteen-to-one horse, and one was a six-to-one horse. You know, so we we were all over it. We just didn't have the top horse. Who, by the way, Pizza Bianca, who won this race, just came flat. I mean, just it was probably the ride of the weekend with Ho- uh, Jose Ortiz. I mean, just the the, the the stars had to align. The seas had to part. This horse just timing had to be perfect. Got up there just barely. Pizza Bianca was very, very impressive here. Um, but, you know, we didn't, you know, you neither one of us. I don't think you and I either had Pizza Bianca um, in our top four.
1: Yeah, this one was frustrating because if you remember, we were doing a, a show live when Pizza Bianca beat expand the map at, at, uh, Saratoga on debut. And we were both like, yeah, these two horses, Pizza Bianca expand the map. They're really, really good. Well, expand the map has never came back to run again. I don't know what the deal is with her. And then Pizza Bianca lost up at Woodbine last time out, but lost to a pretty nice horse and I just stupidly overlooked that horse. And you're right, it was a huge punch in the gut that you have the long shots in second and third that we had, but you couldn't get the winner. And from my standpoint, I had Bubble Rock and the horse hopped out of the gate. I, that's the horse I wanted to be on the lead and the horse is almost in last and that just didn't work out. Koala uh, Princess, you know, same thing, just not a very good effort from that one. And. Yeah, this makes you a little sick because, you know, we went kind of extra deep in that third leg and we got hottie and we really liked that horse. Malavath is a horse I, I I almost put in first. I'm really glad I didn't because, boy, would I be sick to lose to Pizza Bianca with Malavath right there at 17 to 1, looking like that horse was going to win until Pizza kind of made the move that she made. So I didn't feel real bad about this one. I thought, well, we had the horses all around it. We just We just kind of overlooked the winner there.
0: Yeah, that's you know, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I mean, Pizza Bianca was a, was a solid price, but you know, um, you know, it wasn't like, you know, we knew like, you know, the favor went off. I mean, I think Qual Princess actually went off the favor, it went almost like five to one, you know. Yeah. Um, Bubble Rock was like seven, eight to one. So it's not you know, this 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 dollar exacta I mean I'm sorry, the the fifty cent trifecta Paid eight hundred and seventy-eight dollars, you know. So we, you know, that's a that's a you know what seventeen hundred dollar uh, yep. score for us, it, you know. And, and if you assume Bubble Rock wins this race, comparable odds to Pizza Bianca, we have a second and third place horses. This is a huge score, you know. This is a fifteen hundred dollar score, probably. So it's it's it was just that's that's it, you know. It's so close, but yet it really wasn't because we we didn't yeah. have the winner. So. Uh, that was a frustrating one because you kind of felt like you did the 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 dirty work in terms of getting that those prices home on the underneath part you just couldn't get the winner so uh by the way this number came back really low in this race so i'm not really sure what we saw here um in terms but it was a visually impressive race and obviously an incredible ride all right so this was a mess we talked about the derby stuff a little bit earlier uh race nine the juvenile and tbg juvenile and of course you know, you know jack christopher scratching out of the race that was you know that was going to be our win bet Uh kind of glad that it happened because i'm not sure he would have beat corniche who won this race you know we we ultimately just decided you know what corniche is probably going to win after jack Cres- Cres- christopher scratched you know he's probably going to win corny i mean bob baffert holds all the cards in this race now but do you really feel confident in betting corniche not really neither one of us did we probably should have bet i guess really the 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 biggest swing and the miss of the entire breeders' cup, in my opinion, was and we'll talk about this double, was not playing a Corniche and Knicks go double after Jack Christopher scratch because that actually paid like I think it was like twelve to one is what that ultimately paid. And we had both horses on top
1: that was that was a tough one to swallow I think we made a mistake here from the standpoint of we overanalyzed this race after Jack Christopher scratched because we all sat around and went well we don't know what's gonna happen to the pace Baffer controls all the pace okay if that's true who do do you think's gonna win his best shot to win obviously I mean I think we screwed this one up um here's why I wish we would have bet this one and I didn't really care about Echo Zulu Going into that race, Echo Zulu and Juju's map, they were pretty similar as far as speed figures and and Juju had a two-turn race under her belt and Echo didn't. So that doubt creeps up and it's like, well, I don't know if I want to take this horse at four to five versus this horse at two to one. Here, with Jack Christopher out, who was going to beat this horse? That's what it came down to. Like. We were making strong cases for a maiden in this race. We really overanalyzed it. I wish we just would have put 50 bucks on on uh, Cordiche. I know the payout wasn't much, but the likelihood of that horse winning went up dramatically with that scratch of Jack Christopher. It's the same thing as if Juju's map would have scratched out of the Phillies, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we screwed this one up. This was one I'd like to have back.
0: Yeah, this one was... Yeah, looking back, you're just like, damn. I mean, that we knew, like, we picked the horse on top after Jack Christopher was out, the biggest threat. And uh, y- yeah, I mean, this one was like, I looked back, and it was, I was, I'm the same as you. I was pissed, and, and I think you know we didn't, you know, we didn't want to play. We didn't know how to play it really. You didn't want to play. We at the, I mean, at the time, we didn't want to play a win. Really, we should have, you know, going into the next, we should have played some sort of combination whether it been a double into uh, the next race which (laughs) would have fucked us anyways yeah um, or played a double into Nick's go because that was obviously the juvenile classic double and to think you can get 12 to 1 on that is just absolutely insane um, because both horses seemed like very legit shots to win so that's why you know we just didn't I don't think we utilized I think Jack Christopher scratched and and we just kind of thought except it's one of those things too you know had we both picked corniche right before the jack christopher scratch mm-hmm. we would have been like oh this is great you know what i mean like let's pound him yeah we still we just we didn't adjust very
1: well we, well again i we over analyzed the damn race is what happened and we did that on another one we'll talk about in a minute i, I bet you know what Tron, i'm thinking race 5 on mm. saturday but We just overanalyzed this one this was really it was it was a very easy race once that scratch happened
0: all right so the uh the highlight if you so speak of the day on friday was of course race 10 the juvenile turf and you know we all wondered why the hell did they put this race last well we know i think we know now right because uh just the debacle of all debacles in terms i mean probably the biggest debacle and it will be probably the breeders Cup history with the scratch of modern games then deciding to run the horse for purse money only then the horse airs you love the horse we love the horse we had the horse you know we went from we used modern games in, in our trifecta wheel, you know then we we also used all bar and all the legs underneath we had a win bed on modern games well, i mean it just kept ha- like all bar scratches they scratch on our games and then bring it back. And so we just like we, we ultimately canceled all our bets in this race because then you're stuck with Dakota Gold, who I liked, but I liked it eight to one. You know, I did not this horse went off the favorite, you know, this horse was sub three to one. And it's just like, no, I We don't like that at all. And so we went from, you know, I think we had 20, 30, you know, almost $50 worth of bets here. And we just scratched it all. And the stories are endless in terms of people that that needed to get to modern games here in order to cash whatever ticket it was, and you were stuck with <laughs> to go to gold.
1: As far as this bankroll article goes, it, it was I'm not gonna say it was meaningless, but it didn't mean a whole lot because we didn't have a ton of tied into modern games. We saved a lot of our bullets for Saturday. As far as the guide pick fours and pick fives this cost you about fifteen hundred dollars if you played those and here's why we had the one and the two in the last lake and we were alive on <laughs> both the pick four and pick five with to the one and the two so when the two scratched we had the one for a dollar in both the pick four and pick five so that would have equaled about a fifteen hundred dollar payout for everybody that played those pick fours and pick fives in that guide that's really sickening that's hard to come back from because the horse mm-hmm. won and you didn't get any of the money and not only did you not get it you weren't close to cashing it because like I said you got stuck with dakota gold who, who like you, you you liked him a little bit and that's fine i'm not mouthing this horse but you don't want to be single to dakota gold when you played the one and the two <laughs> <You know>?
0: <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> um this absolutely crushed the pick four and pick five players for this guide this would have been such a successful guide uh and not only from the from the article standpoint which the article did make money we'll get to in a minute but from the pick four and the pick five uh, i mean it, it it would have hit for like said a, a big time amount and you're left with nothing
0: yeah you can see there on the screen that you know we had the pick five and the pick four with you know we had one and two in this race you know yeah. so that's uh that was and that's the worst part for everybody that you know it's it's one thing they they should have just scratched the one and not let the horse run i mean i i i mean i understand both i guess because you know you don't the horse was able but it's just such a a, such a just such a screw up because you had to sit there and watch the horse you know you always if the horse scratches and then the race runs and whatever and you're like oh i wish he wouldn't have scratched i wish you know because i think he would have won I think he was better than what happened. Well, in this case, you literally saw it. You know, you, you watched it happen, and you knew, like, Modern Games is going to— You know, you could tell, they could, oh, no, he's, he's about ready to roll here, and he did. Yep. It was brutal to watch, and everybody just literally watching money leave their pockets.
1: And, oh, by the way, the middle pick four we hit for about $250. So we would have hit the middle pick four, the late pick five, and the late pick four. Um, I mean— it's hard to come back from that. And, and when I went to bed Friday night, I had in the back of my mind of, we had a really big score on that guy that would have made the whole guide and we didn't get it. And I had a feeling <laughs> we might be in some trouble Saturday. And it felt like we were in trouble pretty much all Saturday until the last race, but I, I was spoil that. Well, We'll, we'll go race by race here. <laughs>
0: All right. Yeah. So there you go. So the Friday ends, you know, and really it was kind of a weird Friday for us because we kind of knew even going into the day, yeah, you know, we don't have a lot of bullets here. Maybe we'll get lucky and hit one of these and, and really, you know, increase this bake roll. But otherwise, like we know that Saturday is our big day. And like you said, when that happened at the end of that day, you know, we've done, we've been doing this long enough to kind of, you kind of start to get, it kind of creeps in your mind like uh oh like mm-hmm. this is this is a bad this is bad like we kind of had that opportunity and get literally got taken away so yeah let's kick things off with race four and yes this it's it it it, it started right here and then by the way you know the free picks the top picks going into the the you know races one through three we're doing very well mm-hmm. in the day and so you get to this race gamine in the philly amer sprint we have a pick three, we, we do, we've done this before. We, where we pounded a, a, a pick three, a $20 pick three with Gamine, um, between the Dan and the case of you and then into life is good. So it was, you know, solid idea, but Gamine, man, you talk about a race that you could just tell. And, and by the way, it's like, it almost felt like there was only five horses in the race, four other horses. And it felt like every, all four of those horses were ganging up on her, you know, like they were making sure she would not win this race. And there was a moment I'm like, she hits, she's like rounding the turn and going into the top of the stretch. It just felt like they were like all on top of her, you know, and you just thought, oh no, like this is not good. And of course she, she, she struggled and finished third and CC was the benefactor of that pace. And CC came in and went flying late. So we were just, we kind of a swing and miss to kick things off here
1: totally we didn't hit the second leg of it either so it wouldn't have mattered even if she won uh yeah i mean i was happy to lose this one i'm not gonna lie it it didn't bother me one bit i just i i was happy that she didn't win uh you know i i think all the horsemen that skipped this race like think of bell's the one do you think that horse may have won this race maybe don't skip races when they're the breeders cup go out and compete um, listen, you said it, they gained up on her and she didn't have it turning for home. I, I mean, it's just as simple as that. And CC had a great trip, just sat right behind him, and, and, and just, it just pounced on him, and, and it was
0: over at the top of the
1: stretch. CC looked like a winner.
0: Yeah. 22 and 44. And you know, it, it's not, I mean, it's fast, but it's not, certain, but it just goes to show you when it's a, such a difference when going 22 and 44, when you have pressure and going that when you don't. And, yep. uh, and, and, she certainly did. And, you know, I thought it was funny, you know, it's like the, the comments, you know, from Rudy Rodriguez after the race with Bella Sophia. And he's like, you know, basically like we, we set it up for the third best horse. Well, <laughs> what were you doing? Like you, 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 <laughs> I mean, why did you go out there and, and, you know, cost yourself the shot to, if that's what you feel? Cause yeah, Bella Sophia, you know, was right there with, uh, get mean of course. So was Edgeway, And they just cooked everyone edgeway stayed on finished second but you know cc obviously was much the best and you know i, I i'm so mad at myself i never would have picked cc i liked to, to get me and i mean you know that um but i in the back of my mind i you kind of i felt like if this thing does collapse cc is probably going to be a huge play here because she's kind of being overlooked and of course you know she was you know yep. she was a nice price kick things off and yeah so let's go to the next one not you know this is the one you're talking about talking about overthinking race five the uh, the turf sprint we talked about golden pal earlier and and what he did last year of course he uh he backed that up and, and came out of the gate did very similar to his stablemate twilight gleaming where as soon as this horse popped the gate he thought uh-oh uh we played against him on top we played a trifecta will with lieutenant dan in a case of you on top golden pal was in our second and third spots we liked him we just didn't know if he would was good enough to win here and, and he kind of knew again uh oh we're in trouble
1: oh yeah two strides out of the gate this race was over um i thought the the runner-up lieutenant dan did everything he could to try to catch golden pal but it, it just was not going to happen this horse just aired him super super impressive my one relief of the whole thing is we wouldn't have had the try anyway we did not have the third place horse got nosed out one of ours did uh for the horse that finished third so it's kind of a breath of uh, our sigh of relief of, well, we didn't cost ourselves a try leaving Golden Powell out of the top spot. But yeah, it was just a situation. And the horse just got out in front and that was it. It was over. It was like, See you. <laughs> Take it easy, you know? So really, really strong performance. It was it was in a race where you kind of felt like you needed to try to go against a favorite. Um, Golden Powell did not really stand out from a number standpoint, but man, he. He put him away didn't he is this was super super impressive on the front end for for golden pound
0: you know this is this was uh you know we had uh there was a second where you're like even the i mean lieutenant dan ran an incredible i thought he ran a great race mm-hmm. um because was like a second where you're like man he's he's trying like he he's gonna try to get there and he obviously just was not good enough but of course holds on the second and uh Emmertiana, we had uh you know in our third spot finished fourth and so you know we were you just you, it's one of those things you need lieutenant dan to get up golden pal get second which is what we thought was going to happen and then yep. emir you know and then because the, this try was a 50 cent try, paid uh paid 147 dollars of course Charmaine's mia was in there at a big price so but you know we had a two dollar trifecta wheel. so this thing pays if you just get a little lucky here yep. um again you know it's just one another one of those things that is similar to the the other one where you you kind of like yeah i mean We just didn't think the horse would do that, you know, as far as going gate to wire. And he did, you know, talk, this horse is very, very good. Um, This, you know, golden pal is, is kind of a freak. I mean, and he's kind of proving it now, you know, back, you know, back to back breeders cup winner. Very impressive. No no doubt. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's go to the dirt mile. This was like the first big bet we had of the, of the breeders cup, you know, race six, the biggest fans dirt mile. We knew. I mean, we, we we loved Life is Good. We thought this was like maybe one of, of two or three of the best you know locks of the of the whole Breeders' Cup. Life is Good made us look very smart. You know, we had a hundred dollar win bet on him. We, you know, we, we we kind of just you know we we put in the guy. You know, we, our limit was going to be one to two, uh, not to bet him underneath one to five. We were kind of between what to do here on terms of his odds, but. Turned out to be a seventy dollar win for a seventy dollar cash in terms of uh, profit because, and that was just talk about an ATM. I mean, he was just too—he was. A, I mean, this is a beast, and this horse, guys. I mean, this horse is gonna be going to go on. I mean, this is probably the best three-year-old,
1: no doubt, most talented three-year-old uh, in the country in, in a crop that has been really, really good this year. Yeah, uh, power play of the day on Saturday as well on the website. Most uh, most likely winner of the Breeders' Cup for me was Life Is Good uh went into this race down 88 dollars, or sorry down I'm sorry down 118 dollars and it's like we're gonna go one of two ways here if he gets beat we are in big trouble and if he wins and he did now we're down 48 bucks with six races left probably the strongest six opinions we have are coming up I felt really good after this win. I thought there's no doubt we're gonna we're gonna make some pretty good money today uh and only down 48 bucks i i say only because it, it just seemed like we just weren't having a lot of luck he cruises he pays you know a 70 profit for us i shit, i thought he might be one to nine i mean that's what he felt like to me so i was super happy uh, going into the seventh after this one
0: was there ever a part of this race i mean this horse you know goes out and runs you know 21 and you know eight 21 and four fists, he you goes know, 44 and for I mean, this horse was flying. Were you ever like, uh-oh, you know, this is this maybe a little too fast? Because Ginobili, you know, he's dangerous and he started to loom up there a little bit. And you thought, uh oh, is he gonna be good enough?
1: Yeah, the whole race. I thought he went too fast. you pretty <laughs> good. We'll probably get beat here. Um, and and then with one asking when Ginobili made the move and life is good, put like a length on him. I was like, Oh, well, this is going to be a fun stretch because there's nobody in the world that can catch him right now. So yeah, it was fun to watch that one. Come home. Uh, I like said, we, we talk about this a lot. The importance of win wagers, you know, it's so damn important to bet wins when you have strong opinions uh, and and we'll get into it at the last race. They just saved the day. You know, if your strong opinions win, and you bet them to win. It seems like a very simple, you know, statement, but that's the way you tread water. That's the way you build a bankroll for, for for your more risky wagers. And that's what we did here. And and it kind of, it didn't get us back to even, but it got us back in the ball game, down 48 bucks going into the last Six Breeders Cup races after what had happened, uh, felt, felt decent to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about this. Obviously it's, you know, really saved the day at the end. And it's just like, yeah, when you have a strong opinion on a win bet, values value whether it's it's one to two or it's three to one you know uh your value is value you know if you think the horse is a lot that's value and and it may not be the the two thousand dollar score it Just depends on what you wager but you know like that like you say it keeps you churning it keeps you going in order to, then you get lucky and hit you know one of your exactas or your tries or whatever and it makes a day so you know it to me you got when you get look at this and like you say you make 70 bucks on a $100 bet that's that's value on life is good you know by the way the the most impressive part of this race i think looking back is the fact that this horse ran the 6 furlongs as fast as they did in the sprint like this horse was moving um and and obviously you know con- stretched out and 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 lengthened his lead uh just an unbelievable unbelievable performance and it sounds like they're going to at least maybe point to uh the pegasus and we if, if we're lucky maybe we can see a life is good versus nick's go in that thing so
1: that would be great and like i like i told you guys uh on the post show saturday he's the best six furlong horse seven furlong mile mile 16th mile and eighth mile and quarter he might be the best at every distance uh, so that's a special special horse he would have absolutely crushed in the kentucky derby it's it's a shame he got hurt all right let's go to race seven the
0: philly and mare turf uh you know this one was the this was a you know a, a frustrating one a little bit as well because you know we had a uh Xacta box boxes one of our uh, we had a couple of these uh really heavy exact boxes or a 20 dollar exact box with love and love is only you we had the love horses and we loved loves only you that was our top choice both of our top choices in the race love made a lot of sense underneath so we boxed them up just in case and you know you loves only you by the way that made history japan's first brett J- japanese bred horse to win a breeder's cup race so it was, it was an amazing feat and it was an awesome race to watch and oddly enough it wasn't the only one of the day we'll get to that but the roars was unbelievable the performance was an unbelievable performance from loves only you we just couldn't get love home
1: that was the problem right i mean I was a little frustrated because love, like said, we had Love's only you on top. Uh, Horse went off at of four to one. It's like, oh boy, we missed the spot there. But you know, as well as Love ran, it's like we made a pretty good bet here. We just got beat, and that's all there is to it. You know, my sister Nat and Warlike Goddess—they ran huge races, and Love tried. you just, she just couldn't quite hang in there at the end. I wouldn't have it any other way. I had no regrets after this one. I, I thought, yeah, it was it was a good wager. We just didn't get lucky. And if that comes in, love's only you over love, it doesn't matter what happens the rest of the day. We're making money. And that's that's the kind of wagers you want to make in a situation like this. The opinion just wasn't quite strong enough to put a, put it all on love love's only you to win because of a war like Goddess, because of love. I mean, those horses, this was this was one of the most competitive races of the Breeders' Cup. We talked about this, right? So it's just, I, I don't have no, reg- I have no regrets. I mean, we made a good call here. It just, it just didn't come in.
0: Yeah, this one was, this one was tough because yeah, you say you're, you're sitting there looking at four to one on, on Loves Only You. But Mike, that's great. And you know, neither horse was a favorite. Um, And so you're like, yeah, I mean, if we can get this home, this is going to pay this exact, uh, or uh, yeah, this uh, exact, uh, the dollar exact paid $153. Now, again, you had a, 30 to one shot in second with my sister, Nat. So you're not going to get that. But again, we had it for 20 bucks. So, I mean, this is going to be a daymaker, regardless even of the odds. When you get a four to one and three to one home at $20 uh, base, it's going to be a huge payout. So
1: I think it was paying like 20, 16. It was either six. And I know this is two different numbers. It was either 16 or 21 bucks uh, for a dollar. Loves only you
0: over love. So yeah, that would
1: you be know, nice. what
0: are you gonna do? I mean, again, I, I I didn't. This was like okay, you know, I'm with you. I wasn't really frustrated here because you thought, you know, we had the winner and uh, we just didn't get lucky with love getting home, but the horse ran. Kind of at least rate, gave you a run and and thought okay, well, just we just were wrong about it. So, all right, so what are we down going into the sprint? Uh, we are down going into the sprint. We were down eighty eight dollars. So we're sitting here looking at the sprint race eight and we have Jackie's warrior. Jackie's warrior is one of another, you know, life is good. It just romped. We knew, you know, Jackie's warrior had beat life is good. So we're like, yeah, you know, I mean, gosh, we kind of wondered going into this race, what kind of odds are we going to get? I mean, I bet Jackie's going to be pounded because of that. The horse goes off at one at one to two, which was just right there. We weren't, you know, we kind of kept getting, we didn't know if we were going to have to, if we were going to pull the trigger on her on him because, uh of the odds and, and ultimately we did sitting there right one to two we thought you know you know you you're gonna basically get clo- get close to even this horse is another free square and man this was probably one of the the, the biggest bummers of the of the breeders cup because he just didn't run
1: no he didn't run a step and if he wins you know we're down about 38 bucks going into the last four races and it turns out he loses and you're down 188 he didn't run a step. I don't regret picking him. Uh, I, I I had no doubt he was going to win and he didn't. You know, I, I, I don't know what else really to say about it, but this this was the first time this bankroll guide where I'm like, we we're in some trouble because that felt like a free square. That felt like free money, a lot like life is good and it didn't come through. And now we're down a lot and we got a hit where it was kind of set up in my mind Jackie's Warrior wins, Nick's Go wins, these other races. It doesn't really matter. Now, as it turned out, all we needed was Nick's Go. Thank God. But the, you know, at the time that sprint was ran, I was like, now the pressure is really on. We got to hit one or two of these, these exactas we got coming, and I was pretty confident in, in those. But boy, this was this was bad. Jackie's Warrior just a no show. Biggest disappointment of the Breeders' Cup for me. Jackie's Warrior.
0: Yeah, that was uh, that was it, right? Because if you if Jackie's wins. It's a you know it's 100 more dollar well 150 more dollars that we have you know yep. and, and, and and we've still made money so obviously you're gonna make a lot more money uh so that was just you know it seemed like you say it's like you've not much you say about this one because I didn't see how he's gonna get beat and, and you could say well the, 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 he went so fast they did but you look at his last I think it was last three races and that's what he runs yep you know that he he runs 22 he runs 44 That's, he doesn't asleep and he pulls away he did it when he beat life is good beat the hell out of you know i was like he, it, so it's just like he was right there when he you know life is good runs these huge fractions so he runs them down he runs he, he did it on the lead uh so it's like the fractions i saw those and just that was frustrating to me as well um you know i thought you know you guys pointed it out after the race and you know i've watched you know watched it back over and over i mean i think following c out of this race probably a very probably showing that this horse is probably pretty damn good but again that's frustrating too because jack is where beat beats shit of him and uh he just didn't today or didn't on on saturday so following c had some trouble jack is where it gave him that trouble when he stopped so that was uh you know probably that's frustrating because following c may have won that race he, he was a, he kind of made a little bit of a run there and had to check but this was a tough one because like you said it was like it seemed like a lock and all of a sudden we had a couple only a couple races left including one big wind bed on Nick's go and it's like this thing this thing is getting this thing is getting dicey yep for sure and it got it got worse next race (laughs) yeah so let's go to the next one the mile race nine and uh going into this one we thought okay you know I loved Mo Forza I had Space Blues second you had Space Blues I don't I think you had Mo Forza maybe second or you had you used them um so we are like, all right, let's 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 do another one of those exact boxes. You know, Space Blues is going to be a favorite. Mo Forza is going to be there, but we're going to pound this. So we did a $20 exact box. And this was, like, I was so frustrated after this one because it's just like, dude, Mo Forza did not, he ran less of a step than Jack's Warrior ran, you know? And that was just so frustrating. I mean, the horse never did a thing and Space Blues was awesome. You know, we were right there, we had the horse. We just didn't have, you know, that, and another thing is, like, I I, you know, I like to be, like, straight. I like Ivar, and those horses finished two, three, but both Forza is who I had on top and just killed us. So when
1: this race happened, I was super mad at myself because I should have – I loved Space Blues. And I think anybody that watched the shows, you know, I, I loved him. And he was, like, my strongest European horse was, was Space Blues. And he wins, and I'm like – God, you should have pushed for a win wager. I think you could have convinced him. It was it was a mess. But then you think about it, okay, after the fact, and you go, okay, smooth like straight was second. Who always beats smooth like straight? Mo Forza. Literally, if Mo Forza would have fired, this is a winner. So it's like, no, I'm not that mad about it because you know, like people out here going, well, you know, Mo Forza just out of class. No he wasn't he his smooth light straight wasn't outclassed and he's been beating that horse like it was nothing the last two races so uh, it was just a situation where the where we had we i think you know we had it we had a nice bet here and and mo forza just didn't show up
0: yeah you're right that's that's the thing like whenever you that, when people were saying he was outclassed and it's like well smooth like straight about one and he always beats smooth like straight so it just he just didn't fire and there's really no way it absolutely no way you can you can get i mean with the way he runs worst case scenario is like he's gonna fire and he like just isn't quite good enough and he finishes third or fourth you know but for him to just i mean he literally almost never like did anything you know He, he, he literally was in the back pretty much the whole way and and just stopped you know so that was just you, it was that was frustrating because you're kind of watching both horses, one on one, each spectrum. You know, Space Blues is doing his thing, and Mo Fors is not, not doing his thing. And so you know, like really, the whole stretch as good as Space Blues looked, we're not hitting this. You that's know, that's the whole
1: thing. Like the horse galloped, and I had a little win money, you know, on the side. But for the article, I'm just like, oh, I can't believe that horse is going to win, and we didn't, we didn't make any money here. This was the one, like like said. You wait a day, you analyze it, you look back and you're like, I mean, we couldn't predict that Mo Forza wasn't going to run one step the whole race, you know? So what are you going to do? I, I mean, it, it, it would have been, I guess, different if like smooth, like straight is 10th and Mo is 11th and we're like, wow, well, we just screwed up on Mo Forza. But the horse that he always beats was right there. He just didn't run. And that's, that's just what happened. You know, it's just, you just, you just swallow it and go on.
0: Applebee wins that one. He won a lot. Applebee won a lot of races. Yep. They, haven't, they haven't held a hell of a Breeders' Cup. We'll talk about um, him again in a second. But all right, let's go to the next one. And I, I mean, we're never gonna get this. Is this one that we we can talk about quickly? But it's the uh, race ten, the distaff, and this you know this one was just an absolute disaster in all accounts. You know we we. We 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 go into this like we're gonna beat Latruska. That's the plan. We don't think she can do it again here. She's but you know we think she can hold on. Like she's gonna get past late. Put her. We keyed her in second. We we liked She Dare's the Devil. We liked Malathot. We put those two horses uh, in the top spot there. And dude, it, this race was the craziest race of the, of the day. I don't know if it was. I don't know what happened but these horses went so fast and it was just the the collapses of all collapses when these horses you know private mission go i mean it, it played out exactly what you thought private mission went Latruska obviously wanted to go too so these horses are battling out but you know she dares the devil is fairly close there and you know as time goes by and horologists are all the you know blue stripe and those horses just phew, went straight back I mean, it's like they had weights tied to them. And then here came the rest. And here comes Marche Lorraine, the Japanese horse. And it's like no one. Wanted, I mean, she got to the lead and it's like no one wanted to pass her. You know, she it just the whole stretch. she kind of kept thinking someone's going to get to her. Someone's going to get to her. Dunbar Road tried, just barely held on. This horse paid 50 to one to win this thing in a total collapse.
1: Yeah, and I've heard a lot of Dunbar Road horror stories. Jody uh, Powers in the chat saying that she had a big double uh, with Dunbar Road. I'm sorry. I've said it to a lot of people. (laughs) I feel like since Saturday, I'm sorry. Uh, You know, we were all standing there watching it. We all thought Dunbar Road won. Even when they slowed it down, we thought Dunbar Road won. So I, I don't know how she didn't. As far as our situation, our wager, I've not thought about this race again since they hit the wire I don't care anything about it this was a clown show of a race Uh, I have no idea what happened I will say this for Malathot not to win I think she's kind of garbage like there's no excuse you gotta win that race if you're Malathot and you didn't everything set up perfectly for you um the other like Dunbar Road not winning It doesn't shock me because she's had so many chances to get the job done. Uh, It does shock me that she didn't get her nose down, uh, you know, based on what we saw with the replay. But I think what happened was the best horses got cooked and then it came down to five closers, none of them very good. And it was just kind of like, who's actually going to take this at certain times? You thought certain ones. Uh, my wife had a big bet on Clarier, and that horse was closing down, down the center. I said, I, she's going to win. And then she decided, nah, nah I don't, nah, I don't win. And then, you know, you look at Dunbar road and it's like, yeah, I'll just kind of hang here Mal thought, It's like, yeah, I'm really not very fast. And so <laughs> then you're left with the screwy Japanese horse. Uh, you can attest to this. We talked to this race before, before, uh, uh the, uh, when we were doing the guide, before we made this public. And I said, I have no idea what's going to happen here, but Latruska's not winning. I said, yeah. somebody's going to win. It's not going to be her. I have no idea who it's going to be. I really don't like She Dares the Devil that much, but she seems like the most likely winner if Latruska doesn't win. She made a move, but she tracked a hot pace the entire way and closed into it. And it's like, oh, okay, that's not going to work. It was a, This was a nightmare of a race.
0: It really was. Like, the, uh, it is fascinating, truly, because, you know, you knew quickly that you're not gonna you're not gonna hit this thing especially because Latruska was moonwalking faster than anyone in the race so you knew she wasn't holding second and it's just like it was became insane to watch just to see all these horses just go straight back and and you're right i mean i think it was just a, a combination of just an unbelievable pace meltdown with with just these horses just weren't very good i mean i do think Latruska is a good horse i just think she was kind of a little bit one-dimensional. When you have a horse like Private Mission that's going to test her like that, that it's what happens. And the second part is you didn't have anyone good in the race that could close. You know? You just, like you said, you know, you Malathot, I mean, Malathot had this thing gift wrapped for her, you know? And she just couldn't do it. She couldn't get it done. Dunbar Road had a gift wrapped. you know, claire had a gift wrapped. Well, Even Royal Flag had a gift wrap for her.
1: People were saying... Uh, mouth thought, got in some trouble, got in some trouble. It's because she wasn't fast enough. Like, she was, like, sticking next to horses. It's like, yeah, you are gonna get banged around when you can't quicken and get away from them. I mean, people are trying to make excuse for Mouth thought. It's just because she, could, she couldn't accelerate, you know? Oh, I mean, just accelerate and you're past that horse. And, and instead, she'd stick with them for, like, 10, 15 seconds, get banged around, then ease through. <laughs> she was huge disappointment. She should have won. Like I said, this, this race, it was like, here it is. Same with Dunbar Road, if you like that horse. or Clarier. There's the race. And they wouldn't take it.
0: Yep, they they tried. They tried to give it away. So there you go. Japanese win their second race of the day at 50 to one shot. And we're sitting there scratching our heads. We got two races left. We're down. What are we down now?
1: We're down $244 going in the last two races.
0: $244. And we have a $40 total wager here. Of course, with the domestic spending scratch... We changed the, the bet just a little bit here. Um, we did have this thing kind of like we've been doing the Xacta box. Instead, we decided, we say we both love Tarnawa. We're going to key her on top, Tarna over Walton street and broom. So 13 over seven and eight. And this was the most, so we had $20 Xacta on this race, um, $40 total bet and we it was the most frustrating thing, because Tarnala, She does, you know, we, you, you just come to expect it, and we see, you see Broom make this this move, and you think, oh... like I, and I thought, I was like, we got this. We got it, we got this, because Broom is... And it's like, well, Broom's not going to beat Tarnala, so Tarnala's going to get, you know, Broom's going to hold on for a second, and Tarnala's going to go by her, or go by Broom, and it's just like, at first second, we thought, it was turn making a run. It was not, it was the wrong horse. Turn was just an absolute no show here. And that was just another no show of the, uh, of the, of the day. I think it was Yabir, the winner, right. That we thought was turn which is even more frustrating because the horse won and, uh, you know, of course, Appleby won another race here. Broom held on for second, of course, a 10 to one, uh, this was just super frustrated because this was you know yabir was you know like eight to five or eight eight to one so yeah you're not going to get with the price with tornala um who i, I believe Tornala was you know went off at of like two to one or something so but the the exact that paid uh the dollar exact paid 85 bucks and you know you're even if it's 50 with tornala it's still gonna pay a good price with broom underneath and this was frustrating because we just—you weren't even close. When you look at it, you know, when you come back and look at it, Tarnawa didn't run.
1: I can't tell you how confident I was that we were going to hit this. I, I swear. Because the more we looked at it, the more I analyzed it, I said, "This, this freaking broom horse is going to run," and, and but mm-hmm. he's not going to be good enough to beat Tarnawa. This some bitch is going to run. And when he made that move, I was walking to the to, to the freaking machine to cash in. And that was a long, that was like the long price we identified. It and I'm like, all right, we just got to hope Tarnawa gets there now. And, and and the way that we're separated, it's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe she won't. And you're right. And listen, when you're watching a race live, it's very hard to tell what's happening and we're up on the fourth floor watching and it's a double digit number, picking them off on the outside. I said, there comes Tarnawa. Here we go. She just got to get there. And by about two, three jumps later I said, Nope, that's a ten. And then I'm looking back and I'm like, Where where is she? Where is she? I keep waiting. I thought we had it. I, I was I was ready to celebrate. I thought this would be a really good one. I thought we identified the long shot to come in underneath her, which we did, but didn't come in underneath Tarnawa. Came in underneath Yabir or I whatever. So um yeah, I mean, I kinda liked the winner, but not enough to to put you know on top that was where it was i kind of like the horse underneath a bit
0: yeah i, I this one is i don't have any regrets i thought i mean nope. especially when you look at you look at broom um especially having to pivot off of off of the the domestic spinning scratch i thought we this was a great uh bet i mean you just again like you say we, we, like we talked about with uh moforza you can't go into this i mean didn't think the horse wouldn't run i mean he, that's what tornado did like ran like Mo fours it just literally did not make a run a step and and yep. it, that this race setup. that's to say like you're you know when you're watching you're watching up, up up top there and you're you're scanning you know especially when you got these exact you're scanning and you see you know see the 8 and then you, you look back to your left you see the double digit you know uh you know saddle number go and you're like that's her you know and you just think you know and just think it all is going to align and then you're like oh that's that's the <laughs> 10 so yeah but yeah beer was awesome i mean that was a very impressive performance by that horse and that's one that i was a little frustrated just overall because i i remember when that horse had won at belmont and i was just like yeah that was a i like that horse you know that's going to be a contender and uh you know, just as it got closer and closer to the Breeders' Cup, that horse just kind of fell down the, the radar on me, you know? Yep. That was let's a frustrating one. the cracks. One. Yep. All right. So let's get to the main event. We're sitting here. This is... this is You talk about stars aligning. We get to the Classic. We're down $280-some $280 now. 288 $288 on the bankroll. We've cashed one ticket the entire day, which was life is good at, you know three to five and we're sitting here thinking this is bad because if, if if we go and lose if we put a hundred dollars to win on Nick's go which was the bet and he loses you're down almost four hundred dollars and the the guide is a complete the bankroll portion of the guide is a, is, a, is a complete disaster so we get here and the odds pop up and we think my gosh are we really gonna sit here and get three to one on Nick's go like what is happening right now central quality is getting pounded you know hot rods getting pounded it's just you're just like three to one i mean this horse was getting no love on the board you start to think my gosh are we what are we missing here you know and so all of a sudden the hundred dollars is going to turn into a 300 dollars score and you make money on the day by basically being awful and a and by the way, the, our, one of our strongest opinions of the whole day is sitting there at three to one in the final race. So it just kind of felt like it all aligned. And of course, Nick's go went out, did his thing, was unbelievable, kind of ran the race you thought he would run. And uh we had a we had a positive ROI. This
1: is what this is just called getting away with one, right? I mean, I that's the only way I can describe it. We had two good opinions, the whole Reader's Cup, and we made money. Now You might be, we made $32. So it's like, Oh yeah, you guys did really good. Well, what sounds better? 32 ahead or three eighty eight behind. Trust me. That's the difference between us doing the show and staying in business. (laughs) So excuse me for being a little excited. Um, it was, it was odd. I I thought nine to five would be about what we would get on next go. So I'm sitting there the whole day or the whole 50 minutes before the race thinking, well, even if he wins, it's going to lose money. And, and it's not it's just it's just kind of a like kissing your sister almost a little bit it's like well he won but you still lost 80 you know what I mean it's just like a kind of and then it was 40 minutes uh to post and he's three to one I'm like he won't stay 30 minutes he's three to one 20 minutes he's three to one 10 minutes he's three to one I looked at magic and I said are we gonna get away with this he's like no he's gonna get bet down two minutes he's three to one. he never wavered from three to one the whole time i got people text me and they're like uh, like patrick uh from visa texted text me he goes I-, I like hot rod charlie but he's the same price as nick's go i can't play hot rod charlie if he's the same price as nick's go he's like is he limping i'm like does he have all his legs i was like yeah he looks fine i i don't know <laughs> he left the gate i look at the tote board thinking late money smashed him he's gonna be at least two to one five to two he's three to one up the backside i'm like oh you know the cheating money is now and there's no way he'll be three he'll be he'll be two to one now he's three to one he returns 320 dollars profit on our bet to get us in in the black up 32 bucks i don't know how we got away with it and by the way everybody you talk to about the breeders cup what have they told you at least me, that the line has been. Oh, I was really bad, and then Nick's go save the day.
0: Mhm. So many people. I was talking to the guy at the you airport. Bet him. <laughs> I know. I was talking to a guy. Exactly right. How was he three to one? If everyone was betting him, <laughs> I don't get it. I was talking to a guy at the airport, and he was an international guy, and uh, you know he was, you know he was talking. He's like, I was like, how would you do? You know, and he's like, well, I wasn't doing very good, and but Nick's go save save my bankroll. And I'm like me too like you know have you heard that over and over it was just I I have no idea how we got three to one I thought I, he I I wouldn't be surprised I wasn't gonna be surprised if such a quality was a favorite but I kind I still expected Nick's go to be the favorite of the race I really did I, I
1: I mean at least five to two what he was on the morning line like that the absolute best but you know. Our buddy, Paul kept texting me. He's like, in all these doubles that you look at, Nick's go is the second choice. And he's not even a strong second choice. And I kept just shooting it down. Like, Paul, oh, I get, I'm not, I'm not saying you're a liar, but I just, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. All the evidence was there. Samage kept saying all day, he's like, we're getting three to one on the horse. Yes, It's just not going to happen. It's not reality. It was yeah. reality. And like said. And you know, I talked to Vinny Real Dynasty, pounded him. Talked to Brian, our uh, uh, guy's battle, uh, battle on Twitter. You know, I saw the tickets. He pounded him. All these people, Samich, pounded him. We pounded him. Magic, a bunch of followers. And, and, and I'm not saying we have the, the the knowledge to move the tote, but how, I don't get like, I talk, it. Like, a, a few fans we met, everybody was like, yeah, yeah, we pounded him, we pounded him. I just don't get how he went off at three to one. What
0: What a steal and just like you said like with with like what patrick had said like just the fact that and i you know i like hot rod i like hot rod i love hot rod and just like if i if they're sitting there at the exact same price that that shouldn't be it just simply shouldn't be and i think i guess what had to happened is the especially the this staff right had just like people saw that and thought Oh, Medina and, and Nick's go, are going to get cooked. You know, these two yeah. are going to go and they're going to absolutely set it up for essential quality. But what they failed to realize is, and, and I few people earlier in the day even say this to me, like, oh, you know, I'm worried that like, but Latruska is not in the, even the realm of Nick's go like in you terms know. of speed, like this horse nope. is going to be on the lead on his own. It's just a matter if he can go that far and yes, he can. It wasn't, I, I couldn't believe it. Like this, this race again, once again, this race was over the first quarter of the race, like the first quarter mile of the race, you knew, okay, it's over. Like you, you say you start getting ready. Like, okay, let's start cash. You know, let's start walking to the window because you knew this thing was over.
1: Six furlongs and one ten and change. I looked at magic said, well, we got away with it. <laughs> you know it's just like well it's this because it's over they're not gonna catch him six furlongs one ten and change and nobody's out there with him are you kidding me like nobody's gonna run him down i mean mm. it was incredible that they let him get away with that but I, everybody rode their horse like they were trying to get second because mm-hmm. they didn't want to hurt their chances of winning and that's why I've, I've shouted it from the rooftops you're gonna have to send a rabbit to the, with this horse because you don't want to send your good horse out with him you got yeah. a Rabbit, <laughs> and so uh, nobody did. Obviously, yeah, people are. Oh, Dina Spirit will push him. It's like, yeah, okay, he could, and maybe he gets fifth and sets it up for somebody else, but, or he could just try to run second and get like a, a lion, like like a big purse and a big uh, payout or a big check for the owner. What would you rather do? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he can't win if he
0: if he pushes it. So, yeah, I mean, the horse it, it got was, a million dollars for uh, you know for finishing second medina spirit so.
1: yeah it's just like what are you gonna do in this situation you you can't you're not gonna run with them they were training hot rod charlie to run behind horses so that you could tell that was not his plan ever to fire to push and he didn't it was just crazy i i have no idea how how we got away with this uh overall we were pretty bad in this breeders cup and it ended up being okay because we had a, a really strong opinion and it came through
0: i mean he just he bounced at the track record. Um, yeah. he just he absolutely just flew around the track, like I say, it's just so easy for him. And yeah, as soon as Medina Spirit they broke, and, and Medina Spirit and John Velasquez clearly did not try to rush up for the lead. I i was standing next to Samich and I was like, This is over, this is yeah. over. And and of course, Nick's go broke fine. And you, you look at the fractions and they are fast, but you've just come to like it doesn't like as long as it's as long as he's on the lead. Not getting pressured, it doesn't matter how fast he goes, you know, it doesn't yep. the heels keep going. And and he showed it again, you know, he just did see the mile and a quarter, no doubt. He could hit the wire. Guess what? I think he could have gone around again. They weren't catching him. So yep. He 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 really is an unbelievable talent. Um, you know, this was a huge cash for us. I wish we would have bet more. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, you look back and say, Man. Eight, three to one we should have you know it's like, That's like every better right says that after they cash a ticket i should have met more um yeah i know but three to one i mean that's a, that's a gift from the gods that we will never see again uh he sounds like they might try to run him in the pegasus we'll see um if he does and matches up with life is good real quickly what are your thoughts on that because that's the only horse literally the only horse in training that can go with nicks go and so what's what the hell is going to happen
1: i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know because they both can go really fast and still put away horses so like the 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 pace handicapper in you goes oh play a play closer but it's like they don't know if that's going to work i think and this is scary i think life as good is faster than nick's go I almost think go would be behind if they're in a
0: race. That's a little insane to think about.
1: You look at the you look at the fractions of life is good and how he just kept on going. I mean, he ran he ran 6 furlongs about a second and a half faster than go did.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and was and was extending, you know. So um it's uh it's 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 an interesting you know in that regard you kind of think it's life is good because you know we've seen if go has pressure or isn't on the lead it's just not going to happen you know so, i would
1: lean life is good
0: which at is, this moment which is just insane you know who
1: draws inside will be a cat you know who else is in the race uh you know did they you know did they pressure there other i know that like nobody can really pressure them but did they send some rabbits out with them Stuff like that uh, would be questions. Um, another thing, life is good. Do we really think that he can't sit off horses? We don't know. He's just naturally been faster than everybody else. But if somebody goes out and just goes nuts, he might be able to sit behind him. We don't know that for sure.
0: We don't. Now, obviously, Nick's go is stud fee's been set thirty thirty k. He's going to go to you know he's going to go to stud either now or he's going to go after the Pegasus. So we only got one race out of left of, of him life is good on the other hand this might be the horse uh, if you know knock on wood he can stay healthy this is the horse that might be the classic favorite a year from now you know so um stay tuned this source is the one you know we have some horses retiring extension quality obviously is going to retire but you know life is good and obviously hot rod charlie medina spirit um this three-year-old crop turning into four should be very very fun to watch over the uh the next year or so so that's a wrap on the Breeders Cup. Uh thank goodness for Nixgo go And and uh hey, Halzerman, do you uh you remember when we got three to one on Nixgo? <laughs> I do. I absolutely do. It's <laughs> all the time we have checks out racingduce.com for our free picks and our premium selections on our products page. Click the get racing dudes premium at to learn more. Of course, we just talked about the wagering guide. We do these all the time. So if you are a premium subscriber, you get these included absolutely for free. We'll have uh what what's the next one right next month's the malibu Uh,
1: no we'll do the uh cigar mile
0: okay we got the cigar and then the malibu Mm -hmm. that'll that'll wrap up the year yep of course go from that we'll go into the derby season and be doing guides for that as well so you want to be a subscriber uh good time to be a subscriber as we get rolling into uh 2022 and the, the derby trail gets going so where are your destination site for all horse racing picks and, of course, sports picks. Uh, Halterman. you guys did the sports show earlier today, and you and your dad. What would you guys talk about?
1: Yeah, we just talked about all the big games uh, coming up this weekend. A lot of big games, uh, both NFL and college football, when it comes to playoff implications, both, uh, both leagues there. And we also talked about the college football uh, playoff committee and their rankings that have been just, Bizarre, to say the least, um, and so we'll see how those break down. But yeah, you can get a full analysis of all that. It's up now, a podcast form or on YouTube. So make sure to check that out uh, as we go over all those.
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, stay tuned if you are listening to us live. Metric Mike shows up next. We were before them today. They're probably waiting patiently. We're a little, we're running um, into their schedule here. <laughs> uh, I believe they're doing the Churchill Downs slate pick four. Um, I think. So stay tuned for that. If you're listening to this after the fact, go do uh, any of you know the same place you're listening to this podcast and go find the magic Mike show and go download that. Um, of course, go find the do to bet sports. That's our sports podcast as well. We're on all your regular podcast channels, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Captivate, you name it. We're all on all those. Uh final thoughts on the Breeders' Cup, Halterman. Put a wrap on this thing, please
1: uh i am super super glad the breeder's cup is over not because i didn't enjoy it because i did very much it's just uh it's just a lot of 24 7 work on it you know and so this will be the last podcast covering it i'm uh thank you very much jody for watching this for over two years but i i, I just feel like it's time to move on right <laughs> it's it's time to move on and, and move on to other things uh yeah i i, I enjoyed the breeder's cup but uh it's in the rear view mirror
0: now this is the last show on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm fine with it it's a yeah. wrap it was a success we, we ended on a good note it, it's amazing that you know how we walked out of that track friday compared to how we walked out of that track saturday that's racing in a nutshell i'm very happy that we were able to go to del mar this year and enjoy the breeders cup so we'll be at keeneland next year of course so can't wait to go back out there for that and of course we're in the derby so stay tuned for all our derby analysis on the website of raceviews.com we've already got uh the videos out for that. So go to racingduce.com and just look for the videos tab to get more information on that. I'm Jared Welch. He's
2: Aaron Altman. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. <laughs> At the Breeders Cup, name another team that can conquer. Our money might be long, but we all know it's longer.